Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. What sets you apart as a stylist? It seems like an easy question. For me, it's my advanced coloring skills and extensive education and experience with hair extensions. But what does that really mean to a client? How is that going to get a new person through the door? The truth is there is an endless amount of talented and skilled stylists out there. But what sets you apart? It's your brand. Who you are and how you do things is what sets you apart. Let's talk about the importance of building a strong portfolio and a personal brand for stylists and all beauty professionals. Let me give you some perspective. I require my students at Aspire Barber and Beauty Academy to start a professional Instagram on week one. It's really important that they start seeing that as part of the professional criteria. There is no getting out of this industry alive without social media. So you might as well start in the beginning when you don't know what you're doing and you're working on mannequin heads. I'm so proud of my students. Like they have really taken it seriously and already started posting some of their mannequin work, some of the work that they're doing on each other. I know that they can see the real value in it because I set a really good example for them by using social media platforms to leverage my own career. It's honestly never too early to start figuring out what your niche is. You know, in the beginning, you're basically doing anything that walks through the door and you're still trying to figure out what it is that you really love about this industry. But as you do, really fine tune your brand, really start leaning into whatever it is that sets your soul on fire and start creating a platform where people actually believe you're the go to person for that thing. Again, I've said this before, for me, it's hair extensions. So people probably got really sick of seeing me post back then pictures, now videos of me doing hair extensions. I wanted the whole world to know that I loved transforming people's hair with hair extensions. And so I made it a priority to make sure that that came out loud and clear. Practicing makes you better. And trust me, what walks through the door in those early days of your career is more than likely not going to be what you really, really want to do. That's probably going to require that you do some work for free. You know, if it's your dream to be known as someone that does a great balayage, you know, in the early days, a balayage for me felt so foreign. This new way of doing hair color to make it look like you hadn't done hair color, you know, like that blew my mind at first. I was like, okay. And it's so funny because I had so many of my clients after they received a balayage come in and tell me that their husband said, you don't even look like you got your hair done. And it's like, oh, honey, this took me three hours. (laughs) This beautiful sun-kissed seamless balayage took a really long time. But it was just a foreign concept to me that I was actually coloring hair to make it look like it hadn't been colored. So I did a lot of those for free. I did a lot of free balayage while I was really honing in on this new skill set. For me, it was important that I had really good pictures to show of my balayage work. And that wasn't necessarily what was on my book. I still had a lot of like, 
the dreaded full foil weave where you're just standing there doing the exact same thing for two hours. So for me to try to shift into this new trend, I had to convince some of my clients to let me try something new. And a lot of that came with either a really low price tag or basically just asking them to be my model. And that's what it requires of you. That's sometimes what this industry, when you're doing it the right way, requires of you. You're also able to really target those clients that you want to work on. When you have content to post and you have a well-polished, practiced skill set to offer someone, then you're really able to target that specific clientele. Throw in some incentives like, hey, if you let me try this new color technique on you today, I'll throw in a free conditioning treatment. Or while you're here, why don't I just give you a complimentary trim? Give them a reason to want to show up for you because not all of them are going to be super excited about coming and getting something done that you don't know how to do yet. So, you know, sometimes it's going to require some discounts, some incentives. Hey, do you mind doing me a favor? But don't let it stop you. You're going to find clients that are willing to let you do that. So make sure you try. It really only takes a few high-end, well-known clients to fling open the doors of opportunity. Treat them to a really great service and make sure that they know all about your referral program. You know, you're going to want to say something like, hey, Karen, I really, really love doing your hair. And I'm just so thankful for the opportunity that you've given me to be your stylist. I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm actually still building my clientele and I would love to have more clients just like you. Here's my referral card. Hand these out to your friends and family. They save 20% and you save 20%. Now, I'm just here to tell you, if you say something like that, your client's going to be in. I don't care how rich someone is, they love a good discount. And I find that people are just generally willing to help you. If you're honest, hey, I'm still building. I'm not as busy as I'd like to be. Who do you know that might need my services? Most people are just flat out willing to help. So now it's time to identify your unique selling points and your personal style as a beauty professional. And that's going to be a process. You know, you're going to have to find out what it is that makes you special. What are your unique qualities? If you follow me on Instagram, you may already know I am a pretty sharp dresser. I like to show up and show out and give people the impression of me that I want them to have, which is a well-polished, well-dressed beauty professional that they can trust with their beauty needs. That image is super important. And it's important that it not only reflects your skills and values, but who you are as a person. Who you are on the inside is of great interest to your clients. I don't have any clients that come in and sit in my chair that don't care about my personal life. My son recently came in for a visit and he lives in California, which is just pretty far from me in Tennessee. You know, they knew he was coming in for a visit. They knew I was super excited. I love the opportunity to get my whole family together whenever I can. And so every single client that has come in since then has asked me, how was your visit with your son? And that's just one example of the way your clients love you. They not only respect you as a professional, but they start to look at you as a friend and a family member. So who you are as a person is really important. Make sure you're showcasing that on your social media as well. Creating a visually appealing and really diverse portfolio is super important so that you're showcasing all of your skills. In the beginning, you will have a very diverse portfolio, you know, that may include 
bridal pictures, haircuts, maybe some extensions, a few balayages, but it might also be some kids cuts or men's cuts or some of the things that you don't really want to be known for, but you know how important it is to give your audience something to look at on a regular basis. While you're building, it's super important that you do post consistently. And so it will look like you do a lot of different things and that's okay. It's the early days, it's the beginning, and that is totally fine. It's really important that your work looks really polished in the photos. So make sure that you're taking a moment to look at your surroundings. Is the background appealing? Is the lighting good? You know, things like that are what's going to produce the best image. Don't take two pictures without taking any notice of what's around you. And then you get home and all of the hair looks kind of good. There's like a weird car in the background or something going on that you don't like about the picture. And then all of a sudden you're not able to post it. And now you don't have any content and the list goes on and on. So to save yourself from having 300 photos on your phone that you're never going to use, just take a moment and make sure that everything looks super cohesive and super on brand for you so that you have good content. Something I really love that's happening these days on Instagram is that these really successful stylists who have fantastic looking pages are sharing their tips with you. So I can't say this enough. Make sure you're following people that inspire you and educate you on a regular basis. You know, the industry hasn't always been this way. You guys are extremely lucky to be doing what you love in a time where people are truly supporting one another. It was a fend for yourself mentality and it was really stressful trying to figure everything out on your own. And now you just have these awesome influencers that are just showing you exactly how they do things and it doesn't cost you a dime. So really lean into all the goodness that you can find. As you continue to level up in your career and really niche down, you're going to start attracting those ideal clients and you're going to find a much deeper love for your work because you're actually getting to do what it is that you love and you're actually getting to promote work that you're really, really proud of. Ten years ago, you could not have told me that I would love standing in front of a classroom full of students and teaching. That just was not something I really would have saw myself doing. And now I can't see myself not doing it. So don't be afraid to transition and don't be afraid to showcase those transitions on your platforms. You really do have to maintain a strong online presence for promoting your portfolio and your brand. You know, you have to be consistent. You have to show up for people that like following you. Like people are going to enjoy your content and it's really important that you stay consistent in giving them the type of things that they want to see. You know, do not ever ghost your page and go missing. Like I can't tell you the people that will show up in my feed and I'm like, oh my God, where have they been? It's been six months since they posted anything. You know, sometimes you do, you need to tune out. You need to turn off and you need to tune out the world. And that includes the social media world. And I'm not talking about taking a weekend off. I mean, by all means, take a weekend off, but don't ghost your page. And don't stop replying to messages and comments with gratitude. If someone takes the time to leave a comment about your beautiful work or your funny reel or your great information that you're imparting, Take the time to comment back. Oh, gosh, thank you so much. I really love exploring, you know, this new avenue of education or whatever it is you want to say. Don't just drop a heart, like literally take the time to give them the same respect that they gave you. 
make sure you're supporting your fellow stylists as well. Don't just get on and do your own thing. Make sure that you're not just in it for the love you receive, but you're also in it for the love that you can give because you don't know what a stylist is going through. You do know because you've been there, but you don't know what they're walking through in that moment. So maybe they're feeling really insecure about their work or they're on the ledge and they're thinking about giving all this up. You never know what a kind comment can do to turn someone's day around. So make sure that if you see something that, you know, you drop a heart and you say something really kind, it can really make someone's day. It's always changing. I say it all the time. This industry is always changing. So make sure you're staying educated. A lot of times we focus on the actual skill of doing hair, but there are a lot of other types of education out there that can really help build your brand as well. And a social media class, a good one, is definitely money well spent. You know, you're not reinventing the wheel here. There are people that have already done what you need to do. And there are people you probably already love following. So make sure that you're implementing the things that you're learning. Collaborations are great and so much fun. They're such a good way of networking and building your portfolio. I like to collaborate with local boutiques, wedding planners, and especially photographers. It's a really great way to connect with someone that might be in the same stage of your career that you're in. You guys can really like encourage each other and use the collaboration to both of your benefits. For me, doing good in the community is a great way to network. It's one of my favorite things to do when I'm not working. About a year ago, we did a back to school kind of cut-a-thon at the salon that I own. And we had stylists from my salon. We had stylists from all the surrounding salons come in and make sure that these kids had a great haircut for their first day of school. You know, that's something that probably a lot of people take for granted is being able to get their kids a good haircut before school starts. And someone had brought that to my attention and it, it was just on my heart. And so we put it together. It was such a huge success. And I cannot tell you that was such a great networking opportunity for me. I met a lot of stylists in the town I live in that I probably wouldn't have met otherwise. And honestly, it was just so good for the heart. Do photo shoots with your other industry professionals. Get together with other hairstylists and makeup artists and put together something really special that you can get some really great content from. Me and my stylist went to an event in Knoxville called Catwalk for Water. It was a fundraiser during Earth Month that required us to make all of our fashion and accessories from recyclable materials. And boy, it took us getting way out of our box, but we created some of the most fun and most innovative looks that I've ever seen out of garbage bags and used gloves and cardboard boxes and the boxes that color comes in. It was such a fun event and we raised a ton of money for a cause that was really near and dear to our hearts. And so I just recommend finding something that you're passionate about and creating a really good collaboration. Don't be afraid to offer major incentives and discounts to influencers. You know, you can really hit the jackpot there. If you find a good influencer that has a lot of followers and has a lot of reach in your industry, you can fling open the doors to new opportunities and set yourself up for a ton of exposure. So I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. Staying up to date with industry trends and techniques is of the utmost importance. 
you know, it's really important to strengthen your portfolio and your brand and also, you know, really keep your clients satisfied with the work that you're doing. It's so important as a stylist that your clients can trust you to always bring the latest and greatest to the chair. Me and my stylist go to a big hair show every year. And then we also sprinkle a lot of little classes in there throughout the year to not only keep ourselves educated, but to also keep ourselves motivated and passionate about what we're doing. Sometimes it's more about the way it ignites that fire in you again. Sometimes it's not even about like, oh, this is a new way of curling hair. It's more about, man, I'm just so grateful to be around other industry professionals. And I'm just so inspired by all of the talent in this room. That goes a long way and it can get you through the lulls because if you've been doing this for a minute, you know there are lulls. So stay educated and stay inspired. There really is no excuse for not staying educated. I mean, it's literally at your fingertips every single day and it doesn't cost a dime. So saying I can't afford to go to a hair show is one thing, but saying I can't afford to stay educated, you know, you're lying to yourself because it's out there and it's free. If there's anything COVID taught us, it's that we can use most online platforms as a really great way to educate ourselves. It's there and it's available. So it's really important to track the success that your portfolio and brand building efforts are bringing in. There's always followers and likes and comments, but at the end of the day, your efforts should translate into dollars. It should be a new client coming in. You know, it should be someone that found you because of the work that you posted so that you know that all the work that you're putting into targeting these clients is actually working for you. You should be tracking how your clients are finding you. That is the first question that I ask a new client. I want to know how they found me. And most of the time, it's either from social media or word of mouth. And to be perfectly honest, I love both of those. You have to be willing to adapt. I mean, I never thought a part of my job criteria would be making videos. But here I am just entertaining the socks off of people every single day. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com.